Introducing Spence. Made with real demon seed. An alien DNA. It's the Church of Spence-tology podcast. It really is getting hard to figure out who you should believe, yeah? Hi there, I'm Spence. This is my platform. I guess. <laughs> there's so many different angles on COVID-19. There's so many different doctors and there's so many different studies. And you're not really sure which is right. So for me, and maybe for you, you just, you go with the medical experts. You go with the Dr. Burks or the Dr. Fauci or the, the Redfield guy in charge of the CDC. You, you go with people that work for virology companies and you go off of what they say. You go off of what sounds to be complete logic. The three W's, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands and watch your distance. It's, it all really does sound pretty normal. Okay. It, and the explanation on why the masks work and, and the social distancing, all of that completely makes sense to me. But as we have come to learn, there are a lot of people who it makes no sense to. And to some, they think it's some sort of governmental conspiracy to get them to do what they want, to do their bidding. And then you have a doctor say this. I came here to Washington, D.C. to tell America, nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know you people want to talk about masks. Hello? You don't need masks. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need to, people to be locked down. There is prevention and there is a cure. That is Dr. Stella Emanuel, and she's there on the steps of the Capitol, and she has a bunch of people behind her in white coats. You know, we trust the white coats. They're doctors. And I don't know what their names are. I don't know what kind of doctors they are. But they, by all appearances, they're doctors, man. And she's a doctor. And then the president retweets all this. So the hydroxychloroquine is the cure. It works. Now, President Trump's FDA says, no, don't do that. CDC says it doesn't work. And there are studies. But, you know, who do you believe? And then you hear other audio from Dr. Stella Emanuel like this. It's what we call astrasex. That means this person is not really a demon or nephilim. It's just a human being that's a witch. And they astra project and sleep with people. So astral sex, that means you get into that astral projection thing and you go around impregnating people. And then you hear that she believes that you can fantasize about a celebrity and that celebrity can get you pregnant. If that is the case, may I request that Charlize Theron gets me pregnant? Thank you. If Dr. Emmanuel believes it, so do I. Make it happen. She also believes that scientists have been using alien DNA to create medicines. And she talks about demon semen. Uh, I know a lot of people online have mentioned that, that that's an awesome sounding heavy metal rock band. And I agree. I want a demon semen concert t-shirt. By the way, it also sounds like an energy drink to me. <laughs> Take a swallow of demon semen and you'll be on fire. <laughs> I can't wait to see a logo for it on a flat brimmed baseball hat at monster truck competitions and motocross races. 
Uh, it is the Church of Spenstology podcast, episode 139. We're going to talk about the unemployment life coming up in just a minute. Also, a song of the week that's related to that from Green Day. Apologies to the boys. But first, a British guy wants you to wear a mask. Put a fucking mask on. It's, it's, wear a fuck, put a, if you leave your house, put, it's not like we're being asked to shove a tin of beans sideways up your ass to help fight COVID. You're not being asked to chop your own dick off in the name of public health, drown a puppy to help the national effort. No, wear a thin piece of cloth across your mouth and nose to help prevent more unnecessary deaths and further financial hardship to your fellow citizens. Unless you have a really good reason not to wear a mask, Wear a fucking mask. You know, I find it difficult to breathe with a mask on. Well, if, if you seriously struggle to breathe with a thin bit of cloth on your face, then you're probably in the high-risk category for COVID-19. And as such, you really need to put a fucking mask on. Yes, they're uncomfortable. Yes, they steam your glasses up. Yes, they chafe your ears and give you spots on your chin. I'll tell you what's worse, though. A fucking ventilator tube down your fucking gullet. I'll tell you what's worse. Financial ruin. Death. Bit of advice, if you're finding the mask uncomfortable, best thing to do is compare notes with a nurse who's had to wear full PPE for 12 hours a day for the last six months. Suddenly it won't seem so bad. Put a fucking mask on. Sure, but does it have the sex appeal of demon seed? I don't think so. By the way, that's Jonathan Pies, a British comedian. I think you can find him on Twitter, at Jonathan Pie News. Check that out. We're going to talk about the unemployment life coming up next after this update from the Karen News Network. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. A maskless Kennewick, Washington Karen believes she has a constitutional right to pizza. What, Karen? I don't give a fuck because I have a right to my pizza. I have a right to get my order. If you okay. don't serve, if you have the right to refuse service to any person for any No, you don't. Yes, we no, do. you don't. You have I will have the right I to refuse service to any no. person. No. It is no. what made America great. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of pizza. All Karen, all the time. This has been a Karen News Update. This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. Just a tip, kids. Wearing a mask during sex will not prevent the spread of chlamydia. It's the Church of Spenstology podcast. Talk about the unemployed life. Looking at some statistics just from June. The state of Nevada, where I live here in Las Vegas, the unemployment rate's now at 15%. Now, compare that to a year ago when it was at 3.9%. So a lot of people are hurting. By the way, that's the what fourth worst unemployment rate in the country. I believe Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey probably are worse. But this is massive. And I lived here in Vegas in 0708 when we had the great recession and how bad the economy was and how badly people were hurting so in talking about the unemployment life i'm not here to make fun of it uh, i'm certainly uh not whining or complaining as i've said to many people i've got a belly full of food a roof over my head i have a wife that works uh, i'm not going to be homeless i've also been very fortunate that the unemployment system has worked fine for me Week in and week out. I have not had problem one. So, like a lot of people I've read about that have 
10, $15,000 worth of unemployment sitting there, but they can't get to it. And they, you know, they can't get through to the line. They can't, they go online to do something and it doesn't work. I mean, it's, it's overwhelming, not only for those that are suffering and need to pay their rent, but for even the employees at the unemployment office, who, if you've been on the, if you've been on the unemployment website, it looks like something out of, I don't know, a high school HTML course, right? It's it, like it's never been updated, and perhaps they didn't need it to be, but with COVID and everything that's come as a result, it's it's just over. It's overwhelming. So I'm not complaining. I just am pointing out the facts and what my unemployment life has been like. I was let go from KLUC December 31st. That was my final day of work there. Fortunately, after working there for like all my adult life, they were kind enough to give me some severance. So I got paid for three months. Awesome. After that, I've been, I've been on unemployment ever since. And it kind of irritates me in listening to the discussions in Washington, D.C. about this next COVID aid bill and where the money's going to go. Now, those of you that have been on unemployment and it's worked, the feds have given you $600 a week for, was it three months? Awesome. The state of Nevada, it's depending on, you know, how much you made, it's in the 400s. So you can make a decent amount of money and do okay. And by the way, the idea of the federal unemployment money was to keep the economy going. It wasn't, pay, it wasn't to pay people to sit on their asses. And a lot of us, if you're unemployed as well, you're not sitting on your ass. There aren't any jobs. MGM just laid off their entire entertainment division from what I read. That's a ton of people. And if you work in the casinos, you already know about it. If you're not affected, you have friends that lost their jobs. So the idea, once again to repeat, the $600 a week was to keep money going into the economy, to keep it going, much like the stimulus checks that some people received. That was to keep buying things, to keep things going, to keep jobs that, that were available open and going. The idea that, that, that a bunch of us are sitting on our asses, you know, eating Chilean sea bass and sipping Cristal is, is absolutely insulting. And I, and I just wanted to point that out you know, with my unemployment life, I've been in radio since I was a kid. It's all I've ever done. I, I was somewhat smart enough to create a studio in my house. And by saying that in the world of podcasting, it means I have a spare bedroom and I have an iMac and a microphone and those kind of things. I can edit, produce music, you know, for my songs of the week and, and, and whatever else. But I have that. And I work hard every day. And it's frustrating because you feel like you're spinning your wheels. Radio is one of those industries that they're just the jobs have disappeared. Your favorite radio station's down to one or two people. In my opinion, radio's killing itself by not being at the forefront and really providing entertainment and information at the height of something that we've never seen before. But they've cut all their people. There's nobody left. Hardly anybody left. And the, and the product in my opinion, has completely suffered, mainly because I'm not on the radio. <laughs> so there aren't a lot of jobs, and it's, it's all I've ever done. Now, I'm not whining. Again, I can go. I'm not, I'm not that proud. I can go work at Walmart. I can go get a job doing that. 
but it's not what I've been trained to do. It's not, that's not how I've lived my life. So I try to focus every day on putting out content, creating songs or podcasts or, or bits that, that I can, you know, try to stay relevant and hopefully find the right set of ears. So I put a song out of the week, song of the week out every week consistently since I was let go in hopes that some other guy at some other radio place or some, some woman down the street at a radio station go, man, we need Spence. I and mean, that's the only thing I can think of to do, but it gets frustrating. It feels like you're, you're not doing anything. You're, you're putting out content. Uh, let me tell you, I get up every morning, Monday through Friday, and I honestly would say Sunday through Friday, I get up every morning and I come into my studio and I write and, and I try to come up with ideas. I've got three things I try to do every week as far as produced content. I have a bit I just started four weeks ago called Spence Knows News, the pop culture, you know, politic comedy thing. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to write those, for me anyway, it's hard to write those kind of jokes and then you got to produce it and, and do all of that. So I, I try to get that done. I try to get a podcast done every week. And, and, you know, I know it's not like I'm digging ditches. I'm not, it's not like I'm working at a supermarket, listening to some Karen bitch about her mask. I'm not saying that, but for whatever reason, it's hard to do this. It's hard to come up with what you want to talk about and then speak it eloquently and then edit it and post it and hope somebody listens to it. In most cases, nobody listens to it. Hence the frustration. And then I try to come up with a song of the week put together a video, put it on the social media channels, just trying to keep traction, trying to keep relevant, trying to find somebody that likes what I do to give me a job. So I'm working. I'm working at my craft to find another job. And I got a checklist every day. I got a checklist. Okay, like today, for today, July 29th, podcast is number one. Oh, I'm doing that now. <laughs> I have an idea for a song of the week called I Just Want Normal. You know, kind of like, I wish I could go back to the job that I hate. I just want normal, right? I also have to get my wife's oil changed and, and her car washed. <laughs> I'd like to get a chest and back workout in. And then emails, and, and there's a couple of jobs I want to apply for. I do that every day. In addition, I, I set up the things that I'm producing and, and the content bits on my website, and I, and I go to social media, and I, I schedule them out so that they're there. I'm working and it goes on, you know, on Sunday, I've got to file for my unemployment claim, which the federal stuff ended. I hope uh, that doesn't catch you off uh, by surprise this week when that, when your, when your bank of America unemployment account doesn't show that 600 bucks, but it, it didn't show up this week uh, for me anyway. I just can't imagine what it's like for those of you that, that, uh, you know, don't have savings or don't have a significant other or have been relying on, on family or friends to get you by because the government hasn't come through with your unemployment insurance. And, and I, I guess I also just want to throw it out there that we're not lazy. And, and there are those in political levels that, that think we just want to sit here and collect the money. No, I want to get by, but I don't need fancy things. You know, I cut, for instance, I cut out the direct TV, for instance. I cut the cord months ago to save the 200 and something dollars. 
I'm cutting back. I'm trying to find different ways. We somehow refinanced our house to so we had a, a less of a payment. You know, we do different things. I'm working at finding a job. I have a, a list of people I email, checking in. I, I check. So it's really hard. And, and what adds to it, and, and we keep going on and on about the masks and these no-mask Nevada morons protesting, you know, in Henderson. We all want to go back to work. I know damn well if you work in a casino, you want things normal now. And it's not going to be until they knock this virus down. It's just not. People don't want to come here. I went, to, <laughs> I went down to uh, Fremont Street a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you remember this because it's an old-timey movie, but they're Back to the Future and the DeLorean and, and Doc Brown and, and all that, Michael J. Fox and all that. Thing. The second one, they get a hold of a, a sports almanac so they can bet, a, bet on games, you know, in the, in the future. They can make all this money. And Biff Tannen, who's the antagonist in the movie, he opens up a casino because he, he won all this money betting on sports because he had an almanac from, from the future. And in that movie, there's a place called Biff's, what is it called? Something Paradise. And it's, it's horrible. It's, te it's terrible outside. And that's what Fremont Street looked like. <laughs> it just looked like everybody didn't give a crap about COVID and wasn't worried about it, didn't want to wear a mask, but they wanted to come to Vegas on the cheap. They were there. Ah, Biff's Pleasure Paradise. Thank you. <laughs> If you watch that movie, as, there, as Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, is trying to find his mom and is heading through the streets of Hilldale, uh, the crowd outside of Biff's Pleasure, uh, <laughs> Pleasure Paradise what is exactly what Fremont Street was a couple of weeks ago. Just trust me on it, all right? I mean, that's, that, that's basically it. I, I don't want it to come across as bitching because I'm not. It's just hard because you because you want to get your life back in order, and there's so many hurdles and so many things that are out of your control, you know. And and when they talk about this, the 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 rumor has been the GOP bill for the next stimulus is going to knock down the unemployment benefits from 600 a week to 200 a week. And um, how how are people supposed to get by on that? And 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 I get it. Some people are saying, why would, I, why would I go back to work making $9 an hour at a restaurant, a fancy restaurant in Tivoli Village that pays 9 bucks an hour, even though the owner lives in a mansion? Why would I go back to that when I can make more money off, off the government? Well, then it begs the question, maybe the minimum wage is too damn friggin' low. They should want to go back to a livable wage. But when you work at a fancy restaurant, you're getting nine bucks an hour, and you're only getting nine bucks an hour because the state unemployment rate just went up, and you have the owner complaining about how he's going to cover the 65 cents extra an hour. Yeah, well, maybe there's, there's a big part of your problem. But best of luck to those of you that are searching. I'm with you. Uh, those of you that have been fighting with the, uh, the unemployment department, uh, man, I can't even imagine. Keep your head up. Wear your mask. Things will turn around. We didn't think they would back when we had the 0708 financial crisis. We thought we were dead in the water, but we came back. And, uh, and Vegas, is, Vegas will come back. We just got to get the COVID cases down, man. So 
uh, wear a mask and keep fighting the good fight. Keep looking for those jobs. Uh, my song of the week, actually, the video for this, When Unemployment Ends, uh, it destroys a Green Day song, Wake Me Up uh, When November Ends, When, October, <laughs> when September Ends. Um, so it's me just playing the guitar on the video that you can see on Spenstology.com or YouTube slash Spenstology. Uh, this is a, a different version, and this is kind of like the karaoke track uh, version. But my song of the week uh, asks the question, what will we do when unemployment ends? What happened to all that cash? What will I do with my broke ass? It's gonna be rough when unemployment ends. No more Chilean sea bass Be living neath an overpass It's gonna be rough When unemployment ends Creditors calling again We're gonna take your car Good luck, I tell them again You'll never find where it's parked If I'm to find a job perchance I should start by putting on pants It's gonna be rough when unemployment ends Here I am on the street again Waving down strange cars Here I am on my knees again Twenty dollars won't get you far When this virus has come to pass I hope to rebuild my credit score And maybe find, you know, a, a nice furnished studio apartment uh, conveniently located on or or, uh, or nearby a, a bus line. It's gonna be rough when unemployment ends. It's gonna be rough when unemployment ends. You've been listening to the Church of Spenceology podcast, hosted by Spence, the only man in America, with a Dr. Ouchie tramp stamp. If you like the songs, if you like bits, comedy, Spenceology.com is my website. It's all there. All my videos on YouTube uh, slash Spenceology as well. And the podcast, the Church of Spenceology, if you haven't figured it out by now, on TuneIn, it's on Google, it's on Apple. And here are numerous other ways to find me. Follow Spence on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Spencetology at S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And check out Spencetology.com. Thank you once again to Professor Blue and Castro Troy for the beats. The song's called Late Night Touch, the official theme song of the Church of Spencetology podcast. Thank you again for listening and subscribing. Have a great day.